That's why I talked with Chris McGrath, he's the George Brown Vice President, Student Success. First of all, thank you Chris for receiving me today. So we're gonna talk about the, the cannabis legalization and a lot of things have been changing with this new government, this new Ontario government, and now they just changed another thing that people will be allowed to smoke anywhere where they can smoke cigarettes. Right. Of course, George Brown is a, now is a free smoking place, it's a private place, we don't need to worry about that in campus, mm -hmm. but it's a reality that people are going outside to the sidewalks to, to smoke, mm -hmm. so probably they would do that with the cannabis, they would go outside to, to smoke. So how George Brown is, will face the, this, this issue, because we are trying to, to protect or trying to make this environment a free uh, environment, but there are these consequences that people are going out, uh, outside to smoke right. cannabis too. Um, it's an interesting question because, and I think we have to look at it within the context of where we are geographically. Okay. Um, so earlier this week I was at a meeting with my colleagues who are vice presidents of student success and student affairs from the other colleges in the province. And each college in Ontario has a very different geographical landscape. And so what is considered to be on campus and off campus differs across yes. all 24 schools. Totally, totally. In some ways, um, we are, shall I say, advantageously positioned because we are a very heavily urban college. So all of our campuses are situated within the city's core. And we don't have a lot of extra property that extends beyond our buildings. So if we look at the smoke-free legislation as well as the smoke-free policy, George Brown College is a smoke-free campus. And the legislation also provides that you can't smoke within nine meters of any entrance or exit of a building. But if you took out your measuring tape yes. on any of our entrances <laughs> and exits and measured nine meters, we would technically be on city property. So while it's nuanced in that you know, we have public space literally at our doorstep. So if someone chooses to smoke tobacco and if the legislation changes, if someone chooses to smoke cannabis, they can do that technically on municipal property. Um, but that municipal property may very well still technically be within the nine meter radius of an entrance or an exit. Yes. So, so it boils down to, I think, a balanced approach in how we monitor and how we regulate those spaces. Okay. So when the decision was made to go smoke-free, a lot of the um, the receptacles were removed for people to, for ashtrays and cigarette butts yes. and that sort of thing. And yes, on, on Casaloma campus, here less so, and Waterfront less so, um, we've seen a lot of cigarette butts just being le left on the ground. And I think that's also part of a, a social change that takes a little bit of time for people to understand that they have to go across the street in okay. order to smoke or whatever the case may be. Um, we have increased uh, public safety and security presence on our campuses to make sure that students and employees and visitors are aware of the of this smoke-free uh, policy and they're being politely asked to move to other spots. Um, even coming in here this morning, there were some people smoking by the door and I said, <laughs> morning, 
I don't know if you know this, but you can't actually smoke there. So if you guys just take a couple steps that way or go across the street, then we'll you're free to do that. Yeah. And I haven't encountered a single person yet who's been difficult about it. So just to make clear to our listeners, uh, George Brown doesn't have yet a cannabis policy, but Correct. has some uh, guidelines. Right. And one of the guidelines, and I will quote here, mm -hmm. uh, George Brown College prohibits the possession, use, consumption, manufacturing, sale, or distribution of illicit drugs on college property. Right. Of course, cannabis won't uh, be illegal anymore. However, vaping cannabis is not legal yet. Right. So, how George Brown will face this issue? And I, I'm asking that for two main reasons. First, mm -hmm. a lot of students are, are vaping. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming an increasing health concern. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Totally, totally. And second, we have a lot of international students here mm -hmm. that will not read the law. By entirely so this right. oh so I can smoke uh, cannabis so I can vape it right so what do you think about that so first of all our our substance use guidelines and our smoke free policy really interplay with each other okay. our smoke free policy doesn't allow burning vaping um, or vaporizing in any way whatsoever okay so that policy takes care of whether whether you want to vape oregano or whether you want to vape <laughs> cannabis yes. or tobacco you can't do it on George Brown College property. That policy is clear. Now, part of why we went to a standpoint of guidelines when it comes to cannabis is because the legislation, as you alluded to earlier in our conversation, is evolving, it's changing. Yes. And with if we had a policy, then that would be our firm stance. But it's hard to establish a firm stance on something when the terms are, plain, are, are changing. So as I look at um, our guidelines as they relate to cannabis, and of course vaping is, is not yet considered within the legislation, edibles are not yet considered within the legislation, as that legislation evolves, then we will consider that legislation and update and, and uh, include them in our guidelines. Okay. So the guidelines are a rolling document, if I can describe it that way. We issued a revision, not in response to cannabis, but actually in response to the fact that public safety and security at George Brown now is equipped with naloxone kits. And naloxone kits are available in the event that someone's over overdosing on an opioid. Okay. That's a substance use issue. So that's where also the guidelines come into play. Now, your second question was about international students who George Brown College has a responsibility to make sure that we educate our students so they understand what the community standards are of what it means to be a member of this community. So it's not only what are the laws, but also what are the rules of the college and also what are some common civil ways of being a student and an employee at the institution. Okay. It's not just about handing a student at one point in time, here's a pamphlet about cannabis, read it, yeah. and if you don't you know You can rules, do here, you can do there, yeah. just this. No, it's, it has to be a rolling conversation. Yeah, deep talk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and it's good that you you brought this because I'm an international student, mm -hmm. I'm from Brazil, which mm -hmm. is a totally different reality when we are talking about uh, substance use and ca the cannabis legalization. It's illegal there. Right. And, and actually, I lived, not myself, but I saw uh, something happen at my university back there. Two students were smoking uh, cannabis uh, on campus mm -hmm. in uh, University of Sao Paulo, mm -hmm. and someone called the police, and then... 15 uh, cars came and right. the TV went there mm -hmm. just I'm not gonna say just because because it's it is illegal in right. Brazil so it, it is wrong but the way they dealt with this issue there it's 
totally different. It's I far feel, more extreme. And 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 the the thing is that I'm from this reality, and a lot of the students are from realities similar to mine. So it's good that George Brown make it clear how it's gonna approach this issue mm -hmm. the way you said, right? Yeah, and it's interesting that you, that you give that example because I never thought about it that way necessarily. In terms of we met, we need to make sure that international students understand what the rules are and what the standards are, but we also have to situate those rules and in, in standards and an understanding for them about what it's what it may look like if they violate the rules. Yes. Because as I said this morning, it's a polite conversation with someone standing at the door for me to say, can you just move across the street and smoke there? Um, you know, 10 police cars didn't arrive. Yes, it yes. wasn't this sort of really um, significant intervention of the law. It was a conversation yes. that people moved. That's solved um, the issue. So that for me is is about making sure that students understand sort of what our community norms are around being civil and respectful to each other. Yes. Um, so that people aren't necessarily afraid or concerned, but that they understand that there's also a social context around cannabis. There's also a social context around alcohol. And I think over time, as legalization of cannabis progresses and as it evolves, um, the public's understanding and social acceptance and social under social understanding of cannabis use yes. is also going to evolve. Yeah, because uh, tobacco and cannabis and alcohol, they are not so, they are different, but they are substance that we need to always focus on and be worried on how people will approach them and mm -hmm. use them. And that's our big concern. So we acknowledge the legislation on alcohol, tobacco, and cannabis says that if you're 19 years or older, you can use it. Okay. And that's a legal decision and that's an adult decision. Yes. I hate to say that in a patronizing way, <laughs> but it's an adult decision that we have to respect. But what we have a responsibility for, as George Brown, is making sure that you understand, not you personally, but students and employees understand, you know, what are the consequences and potential risks associated with those choices? How can we educate people so they make informed choices about yes. choosing to use a substance or alcohol or tobacco? Yes. Um, and then also, how do they understand prolonged use and how that may impact their ability to participate either as a student or as an employee at the college? So... The cannabis conversation is an interesting one. Again, yes. it's why we did guidelines because there's so much to it. It's complex. We need to think through before we define the final rules. Right? And we also, in some ways, we have to live through it a little bit. Yes. You know, so if we give it ourselves and, and we discuss this as a senior team, it's almost like we need to give ourselves a little bit of time to think about, well, how is this going to play out at George Brown College? Right. Then we can develop some policy. Then we can work in a different space. Guidelines give us, I think, more flexibility and they help us to work within the context of people's experiences. Okay. Thank you so much for the talk. It was great to, My pleasure. to talk to you. It was great to meet you. And that's all for today, folks. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in your podcast app or the iTunes app. If you're an iOS user or Android user, I don't care. Just subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any comments, feedbacks, anything, please hit me up at podcast at dialognews.ca. That's all for today. See you next time. Bye.